Now today's federal newscast, I'm Terry Wing. The government remains shut down for a third day today, but hope emerged for a noon vote that would reopen the government through February 8th, giving the Senate some time to work on immigration issues, including the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals Program, or DACA. All federal employees were expected to go into the office today, at least for half a day. Furloughed or non-accepted employees will close out their work within four hours before returning home. Federal government operations will vary by agency. Some agencies, such as the Energy Department and the Environmental Protection Agency, have told their employees to show up for the entire week, as they have enough multi-year or no-year appropriations to remain open beyond the partial shutdown. Employees should refer to their home agency for guidance on reporting for duty. Ten Senate Democrats have introduced a bill to withhold pay for members of Congress during the shutdown. Senator Heidi Heitkamp introduced the bill. Several other members were announcing plans to withhold their pay or donate congressional salaries to charity for the duration of the shutdown. A recent court ruling is adding a little anxiety to federal managers dealing with employees who are forced to work with the shutdown. More now from Tom Timmon in today's management report. A federal judge decided nearly a year ago in favor of employees accepted during the last shutdown in 2013. A class action suit filed by D.C. attorney Heidi Barakowitz alleged the government violated the Fair Labor Standards Act in not paying them in a timely manner. The suit included 25,000 people, all of whom were entitled to compensation. I'm Tom Temin. Defense Department officials are telling non-essential employees to stay home for the shutdown. New guidance from the Pentagon tells active duty troops, civilians working on essential national security jobs or medical activities to come to work. Troops cannot be paid for duty performed during the shutdown, but their paychecks will be delayed only if the government closure lasts beyond February 1st. On Sunday, White House Budget Director Mick Mulvaney acknowledged the troops were all but certain to get their back pay. Government contractors are often overlooked when it comes to a shutdown. Many contractors may have to stop working and won't be paid for it unless they're teamed up with an agency deemed critical, such as military operations, Social Security, and VA hospitals. Contracting officials should have more detailed instructions. The Defense Department's new National Defense Strategy unveiled Friday moves the DOD's main focus away from terrorism and back to state-level threats such as China and Russia. The unclassified summary of the strategy singles out China's military modernization and expansion in the South China Sea as key threats to U.S. power. It also highlights Russian actions to undermine democratic processes in Georgia, Crimea, and eastern Ukraine, as well as Moscow's efforts to shatter the North Atlantic Treaty Organization. Two Army captains who met at West Point have returned there to be married in what is believed to be the first same-sex marriage of active-duty personnel at the storied New York Military Academy. Captains Daniel Hall and Vincent Franchino were married on January 13th. They're both Apache helicopter pilots stationed at Fort Bliss in El Paso, Texas. President Trump has tapped current Defense Department Deputy Chief Management Officer John Gibson to take over the role of Chief Managing Officer. Gibson is the former CEO of XCOR, a rocket engine company. Congress greatly expanded the role of the DOD CMO in the most recent Defense Authorization Acts. One government-wide acquisition contract is closing the gap between agencies and vendors. NASA launches a new tool to let agency customers of its Soup GWAC communicate with vendors more easily. The new online question and answer feature will let contract holders submit questions to agencies concerning an open request for quote. When an agency customer responds, all contract holders who are interested in that opportunity will be able to see that answer. 
This new program office says this will eliminate agency customers from having to answer the same question over and over that are sent in by different vendors. I'm Jason Miller. The Small Business Administration's Office of Inspector General says there's room for improvement to the agency's response to Hurricane Harvey. The Inspector General says SBA worked quickly to provide assistance in the days following the story, but the Watchdog Office says SBA did not meet its response rate goal for calls and emails. The report finds more than 15,000 calls and 2,300 emails went unanswered in the week following the hurricane. The IG also says that SBA had a substantial backlog of loan applications following the hurricane. Find these stories on federalnewsradio.com, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes, and follow us at Federal Newscast on Twitter.